righteousness. Yo, Angelo Yee, I love you. 50% ratchetness. I don't ratchet to sit down. This is becoming the most prominent form for hip-hop. Wake your ass up. It's early in the morning, but they tell me it was y'all. I say, oh, hell yeah, I'm getting up. The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy. Your people's choice. Angela Yee. I'm a sweetheart, but I'll cut you. Charlamagne the God. Prince of Prince of People. I can't believe you guys are the best, kid. Collectively known as Breakfast Club, bitches. Morning. Voice is almost back. Good morning, Yee. Hey. It's Tuesday. Stop exerting your voice too much. Yeah, you're right. Well, good morning. Hey, how are you? How was your day yesterday? I seen you was out and about. It's Fashion Week in New York City. Oh, yeah. I went to the Alice and Olivia fashion show. I like their clothing, so I went to their fashion show. It was nice because it wasn't an actual them walking down the runway fashion show. It was mm-hmm. more like a... You get to walk around and see all the models dressed in the clothes. So it didn't matter if you got there late. You can okay. walk around, see what you like. A little different. Yeah. And I actually shopped there a lot. So they were like, anything that you see, we give you first dibs on whatever it is that you want. Some nice. of them are just going to be like samples. Mm-hmm. So they might not ever be in stores. I don't know why people do that, but okay. they had some really nice stuff. What up, Charlemagne? Yo. Oh, I guess I might as well do it. And I don't feel like doing it this morning. What? Good morning. How are you? It's yeah. not for you. It's going to do it. Yo, 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 yo. What's not for me? It's supposed to be for the listener. They like when you do it. Oh, well, I don't feel like doing it, so I'm not going to shortchange the listeners. Uh, what's happening? Good morning. Ain't nothing. 50 Cent will be joining us this morning. Oh, uh, man. Fadi? That's going to be... Fofty. Fofty. Fofty? That should be entertaining. Yeah, we'll kick it with 50. And we got front page news. What are we talking about, you? Uh, we are going to be talking about uh, a woman saying that it was discrimination. She went to go get a pedicure, uh-huh. and she was turned away. We'll tell you why she says they discriminated against her. Does she have... Toe jam? Was her feet funky? We'll find I don't out when know we come about back. that. All right, keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. What's happening? Let's get in some front page news. Last night in Monday Night Football, the New Orleans Saints beat the Texans 30-28, and the Raiders beat the Broncos 24-16. Who needs A.B.? Raiders don't. Mm. They won. What else are you talking about, Yee? Well, let's talk about a woman in Texas, right? She actually went to a nail salon, the Rose Nail Salon in North Houston. Her name is Tina Lewis, and she was there with her mom, and there was a brief exchange that was caught on camera, and she looked shocked and then exited. She was trying to get a pedicure, and she said that they told her the chairs were not big enough for her to sit in. What you mean? She was a big woman? Yeah. Mm. So apparently, according to one of the employees, she said that she didn't want to sound rude or mean, but a previous customer damaged the chair, and they believe it was because of that person's weight. And she said the spot chair and the machine broke underneath, so they put up a... They just don't want people that they feel like are too big to sit in the chairs. Now, according to Tina Lewis, she doesn't believe that explanation. She said she will not be going back to that salon. Why wouldn't Mm -hmm. she believe that explanation? That's not something somebody would make up because that's something that people know would cause an uproar and she probably could sue for discrimination. So why would they make that up? Yeah, I don't know. I mean... Hey, what can you do? And, and actually, it's a safety hazard for her. You sit in this chair and you fall and you hurt yourself. Like, why put her in that position? All right, now let's talk about a driver of a Tesla who was caught sleeping at the wheel. You know, Tesla has that autopilot. Correct. So there was a video of a person driving about 60 miles per hour in Massachusetts on the highway, and he was asleep. And they said autopilot is intended for use with a fully attentive driver who has their hands on the wheel and is prepared to 
take over at any time. This person was slumped. The guy's working too hard, man. Yeah. Come on, man. Wherever he's working at, give him a freaking break. They also Jesus said they, might, they maybe believed that maybe it was a stunt and that his friends were taking videos and they did it up to be viral, but... I mean, well, the company is saying that they don't even know who the person is, but they said a lot of people have been doing these hoaxes where right. they videotape themselves like that to be funny. But it could just be heroin, too, or it could just be cocaine, oh or it could just be a marketing stunt for Tesla. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, let me ask you a question. If you have a, 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 a self-driving car, what are you supposed to do with it? Let it drive. Yeah, right? but you're supposed to still be awake. Not just me. like when you have the conductor on the train or on the airplane, the pilot. You know, a lot of times, a lot of that stuff is automated. You don't want the pilot to sleep. Let me tell you something. That's the best commercial for Tesla ever, okay? Because he didn't get in no car accident. He didn't hurt nobody. Clearly, he must have got to his destination safely. Everybody out there like, how can I afford me a car to sleep on the way to work? Word. That's going to drive me to work. Word. All right, now let's talk about Hurricane Dorian and the Bahamas. So, we played that video for you yesterday of the ferry that was headed from the Bahamas to the United States, but unfortunately, people were told they had to get off if they didn't have the proper documentation. Here's a recap. Since you come into the USA, you already have problems. So, please, all passengers that don't have U.S. visa, please proceed to disembark. All right, if you didn't have a U.S. visa, they made you get off the boat. Well, Donald Trump is offering this explanation of why that happened. The uh, Bahamas had some tremendous problems with people going to the Bahamas that weren't supposed to be there. I don't want to allow people that weren't supposed to be in the Bahamas to come in to the United States, including some very bad people and some very bad gang members and some very, very bad drug dealers. Large sections, believe it or not, of the Bahamas were not hit. And what we're doing is bringing the people to those sections of the Bahamas that have not been hit. Now, interestingly enough, they said that what in order to even get on this boat, you had to have a Bahamian passport, and you also had to have a clean police record. So I don't know how these were gang members Mm-mm-mm. that were on the boat at all. Did he get briefed? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, Probably not. There's no clue. They tell him that, hey, we checked everybody's police record on this boat. Mm-hmm. Dude, everybody got a passport. Now, let me balance this off with a story that I do love. There's a 7-year-old boy, Jermaine Bell. He was supposed to be going, uh, he had a bunch of money saved up. And he used that money to donate to hurricane evacuees. So that's what he decided to do. Seven years old, instead of going on a vacation that he was supposed to go on, he said he wanted to use that $500 to provide Hurricane Dorian evacuees in South Carolina with food and water. That's amazing. Isn't that amazing? That's yeah, but where was he going with $500 on vacation? That's what he I He was going to, to Disney World. With $500? Yeah. <laughs> that was his dream. He I'm wanted sure to he go was, to I'm the sure. He was park. saving up towards Disney World, I'm oh, sure. Oh, got you, I'm got sure. you, got you. And I'm sure, I mean, he's only seven, so somebody had to be with him. All right, so now he's actually going to get to go to Disney after all. They were contacted, the family, by a team from Disney, and they actually did surprise him for his birthday with Mickey and a cake and some gifts, and they're coordinating to go to Disney later this month. Yeah, that was cool. nice. Where are they from? I hope they give him a fast pass, too. Uh, Jacksonville... Florida. Oh, that's uh-huh. why, too. They probably just drive up to Florida. Yeah, I hope he, Oh, yeah, it's right there in Jacksonville. I hope right. he doesn't he's have to, to wait in tickets. line. Yeah. Yeah, all well, right. Well, he's getting a VIP getaway. So there you go. That's nice. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Mike, what's up? Get it off your chest, Mike. Listen, good morning, everyone. Love the show, first of all. Hope everyone's well. Here's my question. 
Um, or I have a statement and a quick question. I grew up in Cleveland. Uh, I'm a Jersey transplant, been here 10 years. Cleveland Browns, that's my team. Mm-hmm. When I watch the Giants, I still root for the Giants because this is where I live now. This is home. So I wanted to ask if, if somebody on here can help me understand how do we have so many Dallas Cowboy fans in this region? I don't know, bro. Dallas Cowboys, Dallas, Dallas is America's team. And back in the day, Dallas used to be on television a lot, and Dallas used to win a lot of championships. So they've got a lot of fans from a lot of different regions. And even like me, you know, uh, my father was a Dallas Cowboy fan, even though we're from South Carolina, because the Panthers, when the Panthers came around in like, what, the year, the late 90s? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, guys were old and already had their teams established by the time the Panthers came around. Right, right. And I got that because... You know, I'm 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 47, and and I remember you know the Cowboys and, and watching Tony D and Drew Pearson and the Steelers, another legacy team, if you will. But I've just you know I'm well traveled, and and I've just never seen any particular region. I mean, everybody in Jersey is in their 40s or 50s, and and so it's the that. and it's the lifestyle too. Dallas Cowboys was like. You know, lights, camera, action, baby. A lot of cocaine, a lot of women. You know, a lot of flash and flair. True, true. But how, how'd your All Browns right, do this look, weekend? Look, keep fancy. How'd your Browns do this weekend? Oh, man. <laughs> Why are you going to put me out there like that? How'd your Giants do? <laughs> oh, man. Why are you going to put me out there oh, like yeah, that? Okay. <laughs> All right, Brian, man. Odell Beckham don't care about no damn football. He out there playing in a $350,000 watch. That was crazy. Hello, who's this? This is uh, Chandler from Columbus, Ohio. Good morning, Breakfast Club. What's up, bro? Get what up, Columbus? Chest. Salute to everybody that listens to us on, uh, I don't know. Hey, oh, 1067 The Beat in Columbus, Ohio. He said 1067. <laughs> What's up, bro? Get off your chest. Well, first off, I want to give a shout-out to my Cowboys. We That's out, here. And, and uh, DJ Envy, keep it 100. The reason why your voice was out yesterday because you were screaming, cussing out Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. Uh, two... Charlemagne, it's cool that you come late because you you get a five six minute grace period. Most jobs you get a five six minute grace period. So tell people to get off your back. Well, my contract says six oh five. Yeah, you good. You good. So that means everybody, since everybody gets a grace period, we all could come in at that time. Not if your contract don't say that. He can come in late, but y'all got to come in time. And then three, why don't y'all never come to Ohio? That's a good question. I've been to Cleveland a couple of times. And Cincinnati. Y'all gotta come to Columbus. Y'all gotta come to Columbus. I mean, I've never been to Columbus. Ohio, but y'all gotta, yeah, y'all gotta come to Columbus, man. Y'all gotta come. Y'all come to Columbus. I'll show y'all a good time. Sure. Ohio right, shows us a, a lot of love. Breakfast Club is all through Ohio, from Cleveland to Columbus to Dayton. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This Mark. Hey, Mark, get it off your chest. I was calling. Y'all got 50 on the show? Yes. Yes, he's on this morning. Huh? Yes, he's on this morning. Yeah, tell him to be quiet about the discussion about Chris Brown versus Michael Jackson. We'll ask him about it when he comes up here. We'll ask him about Michael Jackson touching the little boy's butts, even though I don't think Michael Jackson touched those little boy's butts. No, I don't care. Well, I don't believe that neither. But he needs to end the discussion. Michael Jackson is Michael Jackson. There is no Chris Brown. There is no Chris Brown that's the Michael Jackson of this generation. All right. Well, thank you. Marquisha? Yeah, it's not Marquisha. What's your it's name? Mark. Okay, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Uh, this is Johnny from Houston, Texas. What's up, Johnny? Hey, I just wanna, I just wanna get it off my chest. Um, some people hate their job and mm. don't want to go there. 
you just don't have to settle for less. You just, man, at the end of the day, if you don't like it, just don't go or find something else. <laughs> you make it sound so easy. As if these bills gonna pay themselves. As if this mortgage and rent gonna pay itself. If this car note gonna pay itself. Just don't go to work. It'll work itself out. I'm just saying, don't settle for less. I mean, there's always more options. Don't just sit there and cry. Just look for something else. Now that I agree with. That's how I feel about uh, people complaining about the NFL but still wanting to play in the NFL. Or you got people that are servers complaining about tips. No one told you to sign up for that. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Well, All you know right. what? I agree with you, though. Some people complain every day, talk to their friends. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. But at some point, you got to do something about it. There's definitely other options out there. Well, thank you, bro. But also, also, there's people that hate their coworkers. Yep. At the end of the day, you gotta. it's, it's a one-team, one-mission. At the end of the day, you got to have the same results. So either leave or get over it. Yeah, when you get fed up with them, you just leave. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah, also, um, do want to say shout out to my Texans. They played their their hearts out last night. And, they lost. Uh, uh, go Cowboys as well. Listen, you don't be rooting for both teams. Yeah, you, now. For both I, you pick a side in oh, Texas, goddammit. Nah, like no, 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 no. <laughs> you pick a side in Texas, damn it. You either a Texan or a Cowboy. I can't do both. You can do the Giants. Uh, Yo, I'm oh, looking at this okay. picture of a two-tone lobster caught in Maine. It's black on one side and red on the other side, and it looks so tasty. My goodness. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051 if you need to vent. You, we got rumors on the way? Yes, but you know we got 50 Cent coming in today, right? Well, Wendy Williams had a challenge, and she said three nice things about 50 Cent. We'll tell you what she had to say and how he responded to that. She actually also quoted his song in the interview. Okay, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, morning, everybody. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's get to these rumors. Folks out there. All happening? right. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk. Wendy Williams. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Ah, well, this was nice. Wendy Williams was on Watch What Happens Live. And, of course, they play games on there, amongst other things. Now, she talked about Sharina Hudson, who is the woman who her estranged <gasps> husband had the baby with. How would you describe your relationship with the other woman? And are you behind the Ferrari repo? <gasps> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> there was a Ferrari that was repossessed. I saw it. Yeah. What, how would you describe your relationship with that woman? I don't know these people. I don't know the baby. I don't know the woman. I, I mean, I don't know uh, who Kevin became. I don't know who I am. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a good way to <sighs> kind of uh, steer away from that question. Now, She's telling the truth, thing, though. She don't know the Sharina. The other thing that he asked I her. I she was the masseuse or something. What? You never massage Wendy. Uh. <laughs> the other thing that he, she was asked was to play Plead the Fifth, and Andy Cohen asked her to say three nice things about 50 Cent. Can you say three nice things about 50 Cent? He's not a bad-looking man. I respect his hustle, and I was one of the first people to ever play his music, as a matter of fact, probably the first, on a cassette on the radio where I got suspended for two weeks without pay because I used to be a renegade like that. If I liked it, I'd take it right off the block. Why'd they suspend you? Because I'm playing music that's not in the playlist. Um, now, are we going to pretend that 50 is here live this morning? Because that is, I would definitely have asked 50 if Wendy was the first person to play his music because I like those type of origin stories. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's true or not, but no, we already interviewed 50. Exactly. Clearly. So yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't think she was the first person to play 50 records. Yeah, yeah. I, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. I would love to know if that is the truth, because I love origin stories. Like, if you read Angie Martinez's book, her first book, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure she was the first person to play a Jay-Z record on the radio. So I like those kind of origin stories. All right, now, another thing that she discussed was her dating life, because we see she's been having her hot girl summer, and she had her girls trip to Miami when NeNe leaks. Here's what she had to say about dating, and she actually quotes a 50 Cent song. Oh, God. Wendy, you stated on your show in July you were seeing a doctor who you really liked. Are you still seeing this mystery man? I see many men. Okay. What is the oldest and youngest age you could see yourself dating? Because it was a younger man that you were hanging out with a little bit, too. No, not like, not like that. Okay. Okay, the youngest would be, like, 48. The oldest, 65. I don't think she meant to quote uh, a 50 cent <laughs> Many song. Many men. I know, but I don't think she meant to do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 50 and Wendy would actually get along. That's the crazy part. Like, they both cancers. They both July cancers. They would actually get along. It feels like they're moving toward getting along. Yeah, well, I, I what, what the 50 it. post? 50 posted something yesterday about it, right? Yeah, he actually responded to her three nice things that she had to say about him, uh, which was pretty nice. And, it, you know, he said she still can't get into the party, though. Damn it, man. So, he said he has to, she has to call he for He said, what is this? Okay, we're going to let you in Tycoon next time, but you can't just be coming to my parties with no invite. So that's what he responded to the three nice things. It feels like they're about to get along. I could see him going on her show and maybe squashing their little beef, right? Man, it's not real beef. 50 has had real beef. That's not real beef. Yeah. All right, now, Chance the Rapper has postponed his tour, and that's because of the birth of his second daughter. He said, I need to be as helpful and available as possible to my wife in these early months of raising Kensley and Marley. So He loves his wife. He said, when Kensley was born, I went on tour two weeks later and missed some of the most important milestones in her life. But more importantly, I was absent when her mother needed me the most. At this point, as a husband and father of two, I realized that I can't make that mistake again. I need to be as helpful and available. I don't see nothing wrong with what that young man is doing. Nothing right. at all. You got to put that money on hold and take care of family because you cannot get those precious moments back. That's a, My second daughter, I was so, like, just everywhere, running around mm -hmm. all the time. She's four now, but it's like I really missed a lot of things with her early on, you know? But with my first daughter, like, I was there because I was unemployed. Right. So I was the stay-at-home dad. And my third daughter, I'm definitely present because I choose to be present. Mm-hmm. All right, now uh, let's talk about Blake Griffin. So... They have a roast that's going to be airing September 15th, a Comedy Central roast of Alec Baldwin, and Blake Griffin was there. And they said everybody had agreed, just so you know beforehand, that to be roasted, everybody that was present, and one person that he roasted was Caitlyn Jenner. Of course, you know, Blake Griffin has history with that Kardashian and Jenner family, as you all know, Kim Kardashian. So here's what was said. Caitlyn completed her gender reassignment in 2017, finally confirming that no one in that family wants a white Look, look, for real, I, I know we're all here making fun of Caitlyn, but honestly, I want to take this moment to publicly thank you. Uh, as an athlete, I want to thank you for your bravery. Um, and as a, as a human, I want to thank you for the doors you've opened. And on behalf of the entire NBA and half of the rappers on the Billboard charts, I want to thank you for giving your daughters their daddy issues. Funny jokes, wow. very poor execution. Oh, sorry. He dated Kendall Jenner. Sorry, not Kim Kardashian. He didn't sell. He didn't sell them. He didn't sell those jokes. He wasn't so. You can tell he didn't write it. Yeah, it was great content, but he just didn't sell it right. The delivery was a little bad. You know what I'm saying? But I like the fact that it's a roast, and everybody uh, has to get roasted. That's true equality. I don't care what your gender is. You're gonna get these jokes just like everybody else. That's <laughs> equality. 
Yeah, so I'm sure that's going to be a good one to watch. And again, that is going to be on the 15th. All right, now, I'll tell you something else that I have for you right now. We are giving you the chance to win one of 10 trips to New York for, New- for Powerhouse NYC. That is complete with round-trip airfare for two people, two nights hotel accommodations. You get sweet tickets, and best of all, you get to meet the Breakfast Club. It all goes down on October 26th at the Prudential Center. Some of the artists that you'll be able to see, the Migos, Meek Mill, Lil Baby, A Boogie, The Baby, David O, Meg The Stallion, Sweetie, Polo G, Little TJ, and more. So make sure you listen for that keyword, and you can text it to 37911. That's when you'll be entered for the chance to meet the Breakfast Club live at Powerhouse NYC, and it's all presented by our friends at AT AT&T, just so you know. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. No now, problem. when we come back, front page news, what are we talking about? Well, let's talk about a ban in the NBA. What has been banned in the NBA? All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now the Saints beat the Texans 30-28, and the Raiders beat the Broncos 24-16. What else are we talking about, Yee? Well, let's talk about the, quote, ninja-style headwear ban in the NBA. So, according to uh, ESPN, they said the NBA notified teams that it won't allow players to wear ninja-style headwear this season. What is ninja-style headwear? Mike Bass tells ESPN the headwear hasn't been through the league approval process. Teams have raised concerns regarding safety and consistency of size, length, and all of that. So they said players started wearing them last season. We didn't want to cause a disruption by intervening mid-season, but now they're saying that the NBA would be notified. That's like, you know how they tie. Yeah, I just saw it on revolt. It's a sweat band. Yeah. Keep that's the sweat away and keep your hair back. That's a dope look, dreads. man. And, but more it's kind of like a sweatband. Yeah, that's what it is. But it's not. It's like tied in the back like a ninja would wear. More importantly, what about the people with receding headlines? You know what I'm saying? You're not thinking about us. You know what I'm saying? The NBA needs to consider the less fortunate in situations like this because I want to look stylish but I also don't want to be on the court looking like somebody's 72-year-old uncle. Yeah, I don't know why they would ban that. I don't see the problem with that. Right. Well, you know, some people are perhaps trying to say that uh, the translation is and they posted a picture of all the players that are black players wearing them translation. That's not, that's that's BS. And the reason that's BS, the NBA is 80-something percent black. (laughs) Like, knock it off. Like, majority High chance that whoever you post is. Like, stop. All right. Now, Wendy's is going to be serving breakfast starting next year across the United States. And that's a big undertaking for them. They plan to hire about 20,000 new employees for this initiative. They said breakfast is an important meal for fast food chains. And most people prepare breakfast at home more than any other meal. The morning remains the only growth market for the fast food industry, according to research. So right now they do offer breakfast, which is a bacon sandwich and a honey butter chicken biscuit at about 300 different locations. But now they want to do that across the United States. Uh, I don't see people going to, to Wendy's for breakfast. Yeah, Wendy's don't go chasing biscuits. Stick to the hot fries and the uh, frosties that you used to. All right, now let's discuss Donald Trump and what he had to say about Bahamians entering the United States after Hurricane Dorian. So there was a video that was posted, and this was on a boat that was taking people from the Bahamas to the United States. A lot of people lost their homes. Over 70,000 people have lost their homes right now, and people are struggling to find places to stay. Well, uh, Donald Trump, according to him, now here's the video of what happened on the boat when people, I think over 100 people, had to get off the boat when they started playing. Said you come into the USA, you all have problems. 
So they were told if they didn't have a U.S. visa, they were told to disembark. The confusion is that before that, they had told people that if you had a Bahamian passport and you had a clean police record, you would be able to come over to the United States and they could process you once you got there as well. Well, here's what Donald Trump offered as his explanation of why people were kicked off of the ferry. The uh, Bahamas had some tremendous problems with people going to the Bahamas that weren't supposed to be there. I don't want to allow people that weren't supposed to be in the Bahamas to come in to the United States, including some very bad people and some very bad gang members and some very, very bad drug dealers. Large sections, believe it or not, of the Bahamas were not hit. And what we're doing is bringing the people to those sections of the Bahamas that have not been hit. All right. Well, that doesn't See? make sense if those people had passports from the Bahamas and clean police records. But, you That's know. why Chrissy Teigen think you a poom poom ass B right there, Donald Trump. Since hmm. I can't say the whole no, phrase that she used, she used yesterday. Did he reply to that? No, he did I not reply so. to that. Mm. Not yet, anyway. I don't like people calling people the P word, though. Like, why would you call, as a man, why would you call somebody something that you enjoy? That don't make any sense to me. Well, everyone doesn't enjoy that. But if you do as a man, why would you call another man the P-word? <laughs> All right. Now, in the good side of things, Jermaine Bell, who is a young boy from Jacksonville, Florida, he's only seven years old, he donated his money for evacuees from Hurricane Dorian uh, in South Carolina. He donated that money to provide food and water for people, $500 it was about. And he was supposed to be using that money for his Disney vacation for his birthday. He was supposed to get to see Mickey Mouse and all of that. But instead, he donated that $500. And now he's been contacted by a team from Disney. They're going to surprise him for his birthday with Mickey and a cake and some gifts and all of that. They're going to make him VIP. So they're going to surprise him. But they released the story. I know. Well, God works in mysterious ways because I'm letting that little boy know right now he'd have he'd have caught hell with $500 at Disney World. Okay. I've never been, so I'd get two. He'd have gotten a park or two. And you know what I'm saying? He couldn't get no fast pass. All right. Nope. $500. I don't know how much it costs. It's like It's like $300 for Disney, right? Something like that. Yeah. Well, he's, he can pay for food. Maybe that was drinks. just for his part. And then his parents would have to pay for themselves. Right. Maybe he was saving up towards Disney. Well, that young man had to save up $500. I don't think his parents probably had the means. I'm just saying. Yeah, but maybe he's been saving up for himself. Or maybe he's you know? been working for it. Whatever it was, it was a nice gesture. Yeah, congratulations to, to that man. God got, you, God got you to see Mickey Mouse. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Front Page News. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back... 50, 40 will be 40. joining us. We'll kick it with 50 when we come he back to the He said you owe room. him some money for the car show. No, I don't. Maybe. All right. All right, we'll find out about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Oh, The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yeah, man. Happy to be here, too. It's 50, the kid 50 Cent. The legendary 50 Cent. I'm yeah. in here, man. How I was you? waiting for you to come because power's back on. I know you directed an yeah. episode, and we got to see that, which was great. Yeah, and they, I they, saw you everywhere else. They bossed me around a little bit on the, on the remix, right? I did a yeah. remix because it was six years. I thought it was time yeah. to kind of freshen it up, and they was like, nah. Nah, put Not that the back. last season. You know what I realized, though? The <laughs> remix ain't really bad. It no, just you, it just shocked us. Yeah, it was know, too much it, of a surprise. I was making it now. Trey Songz, a Correct. little A-Boogie. You know what I'm saying? And, and then they they want the old version back because it, it felt like it was a little more gritty. Joe is classic, though. You give it a classic feel. That's why I did that in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Whole what was the call with Trey? How did you call Trey and be like, yo, Trey, you're not using that one? I just came in the studio look, to get him to do it. Mm -hmm. I came in the studio, I was like, yo... I had to do a remix, like, I'm on, like, to redo the song. He was like, what? Like, he really was like, what, why you want to do that? 
And I was like, nah, but listen to the joint. When I played it for him, I already, A Boogie already did his part. Mm -hmm. I had already laid the, you know, the, it's just like a filler. The old chorus was playing in the filler spot. And he was like, oh, okay, yeah. Because it just felt good. Right. Like, you know what I mean? And then, but I got him to do it. And then when he did, he's like, I told you, I got a text right away. I told your ass. <laughs> I told you not to do that. And I was like, yo, you're right. That's why I kept saying that, like, every time. Oh, so he told you he didn't want to do it? Yeah, he was like, why you want to do that? Like, why you want? And then when I played it, he was like, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. But... He didn't want it. His first instinct was not to right. do that. What it's did Joe text you? A, it's hard to switch a theme song that we're used to from the very he beginning. He wanted to get in the mix on all of the, the, <laughs> the social network yeah. and stuff because it was like everybody wants me. Bro. You know, for Joe, yeah, yeah, I, that's yeah, yeah, a good, yeah. like everybody said me, me. Yeah, put mine's back. Boy. Does Joe have your number? Yeah, yeah. He okay, okay. Did he hit you? Yeah, yeah. But we did the song. We had a whole discussion about songs that were like classics from uh -huh. TV shows that we loved growing up, and how would you feel if they switched the song? Because yeah. not too many people have done that, except like the Cosby Look, show. Like the, the Sanford and the Son type of thing. Like mm -hmm. you need that record. To, if it doesn't play like that, then you don't even know the show's coming on. That's like, a fact. You know what no, I'm for real. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I was looking at it like, because it's going to continue. Mm hmm. The continuation, like power, power. We would say that this is the finale. When it ends, it starts forty-eight hours later. Mm. So it's not like a new introduction of a whole new show. Power Book Two, there's new characters because Mary is starring in, in Power Book Two. But mm -hmm. the, there's this. It's just a continuation. It's the aftermath of everything that you see in the finale. You know. So Hold on. So it's a prequel or is a? I said aftermath. Or? Yeah, it's coming right after. Like it's not gonna. Because when, every, like, when everybody, when they talk about ending it, you shouldn't end it, you shouldn't end it, you shouldn't end the show. I'm like, yeah, why I got to end the show? Mm -hmm. I see what you're doing because you're setting Tariq and his little white friend up <laughs> and the girl to be the new Tommy, Ghost, and Tasha. It's starting to evolve. I see what you're doing. Are you team Tommy or team Ghost right now? I've always been team Tommy. He's the only one that's been really solid. The word is, I'm ready for Ghost to die. Ghost yeah. can go. Now I'm not gonna be. I'm like, <laughs> he's a sucker. He did a lot of sucker. Nah, he's a sucker. I can't rock with Ghost. A whole lot of sucker vibe going on there. Like Sheesh. it's just, it's just. I know that the audience is watching is is bigger than just the the inner cities and and the people that committed to that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So they they parting things that that the neighborhood won't parting. Like he's calling the cops when he feels like if he has right. to do it that way, he's done by any means. You know? Yeah. And then they didn't understand why Tasha was like more angry than he was. Cause she wanted him to be who, be on, be thorough. Yeah, to yeah. be rich. So she she like moved him into that position. It was like, even not the idea of sending Kane in the jail was Tasha's idea. Mm -hmm. And this is why when we actually get back on the street and we start talking, we can end up working together again. But she's still angry. Now now what about? First of all, I want to say, Tycoon Weekend. Yeah, oh, I was oh, crazy. Lord. Now explain what Tycoon <laughs> Weekend is and what it is. Cause I don't even know what it is, but it's just like like I. I it's I, an I, event Wendy Williams can't get into. That's what she can't get into. When you can't get, she got it. We got to talk first. You can't just come to my party, man. <laughs> you, can't just look, look. you can't just show up at the party. Like, look, look, look. <laughs> look. But that tycoon, some ant started. And right. ladies, man, he. Look, we did it in Atlanta. Atlanta, like a concert piece, and then we went. We afterwards, we was all at compound, and the following day, it was a pool party that right. we set up. And then I said, Yo, we we need to move that to New York. We took it out there, so it's cool for to get three thousand people into an event. Have a party and then have everybody go home without no problems, no situations. No well, there were a lot of people who couldn't get in though. Like Wendy, wow. how does yeah. security know not to let Wendy in? Like, was, do you have a list like, okay, this person, this person, that person? No, you can even see the camera. They was like, look at Wendy Williams, can't get in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they just that, they was taping that and doing the like. Mm -hmm. But she did eventually get in. Yeah, yeah, she got into yeah. the door so she could snoop, snoop. to the lobby. 
to see Snoop and stuff like that and then feel them. And, like, look. I, like I told she, you, this was the first time, <laughs> and I called Fifth, and I was like, I ain't never see a party with so many artists, so many celebrities. And, and the celebrities were running around. It wasn't like they were stuck in the section. And like, look, you know Snoop how they park. Around. They park the section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All in the corner, and they're like, nope. this, yo. And you look, and you go, such and such is here. That you gotta, if the DJ don't tell you, you don't see him. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're like, hiding. That, nah, we was running around. Snoop running around spraying people in the face with water guns. guns. Like, it was, like, people were having fun. Yeah. And then everybody left. I was like, this is the first time I've seen this in at least 15 years. Yeah. Did it, you get sprayed at me in the face? Trey Songz. Everybody. Wow. F, F, wow. F you. Trey wow. Songz and Casanova definitely, wow. they got me with the water guns. But see, you ain't gonna put it like that, you. What I see? Yeah, we had a ball. Like, I, and that came from what happened in Atlanta. Mm. Because when we was out there, we was just running around and then, like you, you, they even seen the little videos we was making in a hotel, like mm-hmm. we was playing with Trey and the different people around. So it, like it's just the energy was just different. So was, I was that like, why I really not invited? Yeah, he was not invited this time. So we went to the, <laughs> we went to a strip club out there. Look, we went to a strip club out there, and we brought so so much money to throw that it was not an issue for you to go in your pocket. Mm-hmm. So everybody just have a good time. That works out as long as you throw the money to the for what we intended it for. Yeah. This is the entertainment budget. Mm-hmm. We brought this to entertain the room and everybody has a good time because it's one of those things where the girls don't feel pressured. This this is not desperation twerk. Right. <laughs> this is, we're twerking because we're having a great time yeah, tonight. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's just trying to change that vibe. And then when you see him go home and they're on the snap, like, somebody better come get this. Somebody better come get this. Do so you know? so Bow Wow pocketed the money? He went home with the money. Oh, now, yeah, hold yeah, on, yeah. hold on. I that's, just want to be clear. Disgusting. We had a discussion about something completely unrelated to this, and Charlamagne and Envy both would pocket the money, too. No, what, 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 what? Envy, I've been if, in the strip club with you. That was my money, though. I can leave with my money. Oh, no. you can leave what he wants with his own money. The club owner gave you some money. You can decide this is not entertaining enough for me. My money. This is not entertaining enough. I feel like I've already entertained myself. But if there's a corporate budget or entertainment budget already for the women, you can't pocket that. No, Charlamagne, I don't even believe that you would. You can't do that. It's a a little thirsty. It's like it's like you bring somebody you know out to dinner and and they want to take a box, like a doggy box, like and you know this is like a this is like a, a a buffet. But you want a doggy box at the buffet? Yeah, 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 yeah. Certain places you're not supposed to do that, right? So that's it for him. Now, it, well, he was on probation. He can come to the next okay, one good. when we announce the next location, but he definitely couldn't come to New York. All right, we got more with 50 when we come back. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're kicking with 50 Cent. A lot of people don't know, and, and I, I was talking to Renee <laughs> about this, that you always looked at as the villain. I don't understand the, the how bad guy. Because you're the guy. bad guy. You claimed that years ago. But, New York's number one bad <laughs> guy. You help a I lot said that of people. One time out. they gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> you help a lot of people out. You lend a lot of people money. You support a lot of people. Nobody wants to borrow money from 50 at no, this point. No, no, 50. No, nah, they do not because they make them hot on the ground. No, he lent, <laughs> like you lent out a lot of money to regular people, to artists, to athletes, to DJs, to. Is it lending people. or giving? Well, it's lending if it's. Like with with business stuff around it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Then you expect returns on whatever you're putting in. But like a lot of times, if they, my instincts are to do it. Like I think, to be honest with you, I view money as freedom. Mm-hmm. It's the freedom to invest in myself or whatever my idea is at the time, and they'll come. We will have a conversation, and, and it just feels like something to do. If mm-hmm. a, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you'll see, even when we talk about like like television or different things, mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, we we need to do this because it's just. I see the qualities that people have that I don't have. At points, it stands out to me. I watch mm-hmm. them, and then I'm like, "Yo, I want to work with that." 
this because it's different. It's, it's what I don't have at points. You know what I'm saying? Other people, they, they look at it, and if, if they see, if they haven't felt it enough for themselves, they can't help other people be where they need to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they like, it's like a selfish nature of people if they haven't felt that, conf- had confirmation or felt those feelings for themselves. You know, and I, I'm... Plus, I think it's the cancer in you, too, though. Yeah, like, it, it's just, it's a, it's another win. It's mm-hmm. a win that we couldn't make through what I have. Mm-hmm. It may be, be the other person has it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, it's different. Like, when your book come out, I am I got the book looking at it, reading it on Thank my, you, I appreciate you that. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I'm like, why would I, if, if you don't have a book on sale at the same time, why would you not like to see his book be successful? Right. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Like, if you, I understand the competitive nature of people when they're competing for mm-hmm. something. That's like when you see me say no puffy juice. Mm-hmm. It's when I'm selling effing vodka. Mm-hmm. Immediately after I'm not selling effing vodka, I don't know what Puffy's doing today. Mm-hmm. I was watching his ass while we was doing it because I'm a direct competitor to him yeah. at that point. You know, and then it's just, just the way I do things. If you don't have people to compete with, you have to create that. You do it all the time. This is what you're competing with Michael Jackson. No, Mike, look, I just like, look. <laughs> For what? They just look, they don't even let you have an opinion. <laughs> Your personal opinion. But just, of course his daughter's going to chime in, so. Yeah, I didn't know that his daughter chimed in until I saw the, the, the article. <laughs> Because so I said Chris Brown is better than Michael Jackson. Chris no, I said, right, I said, could never. But the statement I made was, I think Chris is better than MJ right now. Michael's dead. Oh, but this is what I'm saying. Now, <laughs> look, after you, this artist out the rap better than Tupac right mm-hmm. now. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Because they got better. Mm-hmm. Over time, we got better. You see what I'm saying? And I'm like, look, I'm going now with the showmanship. Like, on stage, what he's doing mm-hmm. is another level to what the showmanship was then. Like, mm-hmm. you think I wasn't, like, like excited about the moonwalk? Mm-hmm. Like, I was. I had the Billie Jean poster on my, at mm-hmm. my house. <laughs> I was selling crack, but I had the Billie Jean poster <laughs> at my house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just the circumstances made me sell crack. And <laughs> nobody cared like, about I was, this. I don't think nobody cared about the opinion. It's just that when you when you say, but who cares about the little boy's butts? That's after. What about the little boy's Now look, look, these are things that you can't escape, people, right? The man built Neverland. Oh, boy. A cool place for kids to hang out. Right. Had the little boys sleep over, right? We're not saying whether he touched the boy's butts or not, because that's not right. I said that because people attacked me for my, uh, my, my comment. When you see the Michael Jackson, look at my page, and there's specific Michael Jackson... Oh, they go hard. Extreme Michael Jackson lovers. And I'm saying you love Michael Jackson so much that you would look past the little boy's butts. It wouldn't even matter that they touched the little boy's butts because you would be supportive of him regardlessly. Mm -hmm. And and he has a body of work that's that magnetic Mm -hmm. that some people would just not see the... If you put the facts right in front of them, they would be like... They don't want to give up off the wall. Yeah. No, Mm -hmm. I'm just just not coming off of that. It's too much for him. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you go... Any other case, look, and R. Kelly, R. Kelly beat his case the first time. Right. They still had him guilty the whole time. So when he, when he showed up the next time, voila. Well, R. Kelly had a video, too. That ain't a making no videos. better. Yeah. He said that was his brother, I thought. It's hot. He did say that was his brother. <laughs> he did say that was his brother. <laughs> he said it was yeah, Joe. Like, uh, he said it was uh, Joe. Um, <laughs> now, what made, you wake up? what made you wake up and say, you know what? I, start, I need my money back from these guys I let money from. But you know what happens? That people do this thing. There's no sympathy for winners. Mm-hmm. Everybody in this room is a winner. So, you know what I mean? When you have success, you can't have it without jealousy, without mm-hmm. envy or entitlement. Entitlement being the scariest part because it's growing in someone you love dearly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that that is what what makes people look at you and go, oh, he got it, so it's cool. Like, you should excuse it. 
like when they when they say they're awarding you something in the mm. courts, it's usually something that you already paid, so they're just returning it, mm. awarding you legal fees. Mm. You know what I mean? So like with T- with Tierra Marie and stuff like that, like when the girl's trying to, she's trying to get the bag. She said it on tape. I'm mm. trying to get the bag, and then you go when it doesn't work out, and they tell you to pay the thirty thousand people. On the outskirts can identify with not having thirty thousand dollars to give, and they go, "Oh, you got it, fifth. So just let her, you know, let her live. live. Yeah. And you go, let her live. What you talking about? That's the thirty thousand dollars that I spent in the process already on legal fees. Mm-hmm. Did you she, get it yet? Did she pay anything back? No, she's she got a payment plan. Oh, that's okay. okay. Look, I she's don't care if you feel like you went to college. <laughs> I don't care if you feel like you went to college. You didn't attend any classes, but you got bills to pay. It's cool. It's fine with me. Just when you make a mistake, you have to identify with the mistake. We tried to call you up here one yeah, day when she was here. up here. I know. I, I'm glad I missed that part. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Do you I, feel bad? Like, did you feel you feel a little bad sometimes? Like, man, okay, she's going through a lot. No, I didn't know. You know. I do. I do watch. I saw you. I saw you backtrack with Moneybag Yo and Meg The Stallion. Yeah, that was look because I didn't really. I didn't know who that was. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that Megan. That was Megan at the point because she had this whole new blue hair and all this stuff. I hadn't even seen her with that look. Mm -hmm. So it was a picture. He said she wanted to do what I want to do, and then I'm thinking, oh, look, the content, the things that we saying in the music and everything else was there. Mm -hmm. I'm going. That's right. There's pretty hoes everywhere, and the pressure will break them. You didn't realize that and was his girl. And I'm talking about his girlfriend. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, what's love? Let me just say sorry. Let me apologize. Yeah. Because I didn't know. <laughs> and when I realized who she was or what the picture was, was 50 attacks money packs, yo, and his, his girl. And Megan Thee Stallion. Right. And I go, well, what the? When did I do when that? When I did that? What if it was a regular girl? What if it wasn't Megan Thee Stallion? Would you have apologized? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I didn't know. Ask, ask Wiz Khalifa. Mm-hmm. I said, um, uh, I, I ran into him in a gas station mm-hmm. and apologized about the Amber Rose thing. Not because I thought I was wrong with what I was saying, mm-hmm. but because he was marrying her. Right. You see what I'm saying? Then I okay. already, the level, it means it's not as... It's, what was the Amber wife. Rose thing? You I missed that, Fifth. You, huh? I missed the Amber Rose thing. What was the Amber Rose thing? I, th- I think a line on the record, I said, she all right for a night, but don't keep her. And he's like, well, we're getting married. <laughs> yeah, he said, we're getting married. And it's, I'm like, oh, so you serious, serious about this. This is different. Mm-hmm. Then if you just y'all just hanging out with each right. other and it changes, that's gonna you know like he loved the girl. All right, we got more with Fifty when we come back. Let's get into a Fifty Cent mini mix. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Fifty Cent is here, Charlamagne. Fifth, you got a lot of TV deals. You got stars, yeah. ABC. What am I missing? Oh man, BT. Yeah, I got but nine TV shows. How in the hell are you able to keep all those deals talking all that shit on social media? I'm a different, Give me the secret. No, mine is just, <laughs> my brand is built different. <laughs> See, I come from, look, they try to put you in the mogul section. Mm-hmm. I like to stay rapper. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> you know, look, 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 look. When they want you to say, when you go, you're a mogul now. You, this means you can't say that shit, 50. Right. You can't say it mm-hmm. as much as you want. And they want to do that. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm a rapper. I'm a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. So I can still say what I feel, like like my honest opinion about things at mm-hmm. points. And then you go, that is that saves me. See that? Allowed me to say things. I know you look and you go, what? In this climate, why would you say some like that? Like some of the stuff I say, and then it's because I can still say it because of the way I made my way into this position. Mm-hmm. Have you ever lost the opportunity because of anything that you've said on social media? No. <laughs> Not because of... <laughs> that because of that. I said like nah you know like even the like the the reference to like the Emmys and stuff like that mm-hmm. like 
I really don't care about that number. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the it, the numbers say that power is number one. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then if they want to be in the blind, like like it really gives me a control, a new position at Stars because mm-hmm. they it's is the idea, my idea in the mm-hmm. show is driving the success of the entire network at that point. So when you start seeing the spinoffs and the other shows like the BMF series as well anticipated different things that I developed. So, so no executives at ABC ever say anything to you? That's Disney. Not, but that's right. <laughs> I could be at Disney and be 50 Cent because I'm hot as a motherfucker. <laughs> when you start doing look, when you start <laughs> when you start making whole networks work, mm-hmm. they go, okay, well, let me, let me see what happens. Here. It's a little method to his madness. Just watch. Let's see what happens. And then it's an audience that didn't even exist to them. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You see what I'm saying? African-American, Latina audience that is, is it, it watch power and they see themselves in the show. They see people easily relatable. Mm-hmm. You and know. then they see it trending and that probably doesn't happen too mm-hmm. often. Not to regular traditional television mm-hmm. shows because it's, it's been in the same cookie cutter you know, concept of how they develop it so it doesn't have the same... If they ever asked you to apologize for something, would you? We saw you apologize to me back, yo, so would you, if, if the execs say, hey, man, we need you to apologize to the LGBT community or women or... I don't understand why I would be doing that because I don't say anything <laughs> wrong. You know, honestly, if I was saying something that I felt like was I'm out of pocket or wrong about it, I would apologize. All right, you know? right. But I just don't think that they should force me or limit how my views on things. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going... People are afraid of those communities, you just mm-hmm. said. Both, both of them, right? And it's because, like, look, women, the only thing person under attack is a heterosexual male because anything that you say within tradition and business, of course, it was more of a male-driven situation. But now they're looking at it and they're going, the whole women's movement is an attack on tradition. Mm-hmm. You know, and look, the whole LGB, that, that option, the non-traditional thought is against tradition. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's... But it's, tradition isn't always right. Sometimes you do have to be against what's traditional. You're right. I was in Saudi Arabia, and they have some interesting lifestyle choices out what there. What are they? I've never been. You can have four wives if you... If That's you amazing. But you got to afford them, so you'll slow down real quick. <laughs> 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 and if, you, if you're caught in a car with someone who isn't, your wife, you publicly shamed and fined a hundred thousand dollars. And if you actually were wow. sleeping with someone who isn't your wife, it puts you to pit and stone you to death. Wow! What? Yeah. So you, you so kind of no have be, no one would be in this room. Yeah, you have uh, <laughs> really extreme focus out there. There is no problem. You know <laughs> that thing with your wife where you where you walk the straight line. You walk the straight <laughs> line. Can I see you have a lady now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you blushing, Phil? Yeah. Why are you blushing? She's very beautiful. Yeah, yeah it's really, really good. <laughs> hey, no, no. hey, you know, this is new for me. This is new for me, people. Well, that's nice. So what made you say, this is the one, I'm settling down? Uh, uh, she told me that. <laughs> that's she what you told need. me I'm the one we settled down, huh? That is what you need, though. You needed somebody to tell you, like, this yeah, is what's yeah. happening. Kind of, kind of bossed me around a little bit there. <laughs> hey, has 6 9 reached out to you from jail? No, I haven't spoken to him. Yeah. Really? Would you answer? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You want him to be curious? You that was your carried? son, fifth. Yeah, I know, but that's this is mother's child now. <laughs> After you do sh- like that, you your mama's child. Don't call me. Don't call me. My goodness. What do you think about uh, Jay Z's deal with the NFL? What did you think about that when you heard about it? I, I think that was uh, the timing mm-hmm. was a little was a little wild, but I mean, it's that's a Rock Nation deal. Mm-hmm. You know, Jay, he's going to take the heat for it, but 
if you if you saying how who how you would build the right musical act for the the mid the the halftime show, mm-hmm. I mean it's it's a decent play after they passed on the halftime show. I, I, I think Beyonce will be at the halftime this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. Not I this think year. That's not, no, the next available. Because yeah. she did like the last two already, right? Mm-hmm. The last two out of three. Well, they, they did definitely turn it some down. rock nation artists there. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, definitely that. <laughs> Would you that's do what it? That's about, huh? Would you do it? White what America the, loves you. You with the uh, to do the, the halftime show. I'm I'm probably would have did it. They called me without me, you know, knowing what was going on. You mm-hmm. know, how much they pay you for that? No. Not a lot. I don't. I think you get a lot of boosts in sales and everything. I think it's more about oh, that. Oh, I wouldn't have did it because I got other stuff to do. Mm. If that was the <laughs> benefit of it, then it makes it a little different. But the exposure, when you actually have something on sale, mm. I think it would be great for you know new artists to do it. Mm. I you know, like I saw what's the name with Travis Scott did it. Or yeah. Something? yeah, he did it. I mean, but he, I would he would have did that. Like anybody mm. would have did it in that position at that point. Right. Well, we appreciate you for joining us. And thank you again for supporting me and my car show. Man. How much does yeah. he owe you? No, he don't owe me nothing. That's good. Okay, That's my point with Queen Queen's thing. I just want to put it on record. Who owe me mad money? I just want to put it on record. I did mad tapes for the clue. He owed me mad money. <laughs> no, nah, but I appreciate it because, you know, with, with Fifth, it's like, and, and, and this is how I think we all should be like, Fifth acts like and treats it like his own car show. Mm-hmm. So he's like into it. He's involved. He, he customizes the cars. He makes yeah. sure they're there. And I just want to say thank you because a lot of people, you know, follow your lead and whatever I need from you I need a car I need this I need that you're there and I got just want to say yeah. thank you I got three new joints for the next show we're going to go we're going to go crazy <laughs> okay he's crazy <laughs> we're not running out of money <laughs> <laughs> it's 50 Cent it's the Breakfast Club good morning morning so everybody it's DJ NV Angela Yee Charlamagne the guy we are the Breakfast Club let's get to the rumors first of all everybody good don't nobody owe 50 nothing right I don't own none. All right, just making sure after he left, we that don't you, own Not nothing. that you know. Oh, your phone just went off? Uh-oh. No, <laughs> that ain't for me. That ain't my phone. That's Charlamagne's yeah. phone. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Angela Bassett. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Black Girls Rock aired on television the other night, and... Angela Bassett got the Icon Award. Congratulations to her. Well-deserved. Long overdue. Mm-hmm. Right. And people absolutely loved her speech. Now, some of what she said was she talked about the long, hard road and what it is that she's doing as an actress and opening doors for people and how even for herself, it hasn't always been easy. I accept this award in the names of the iconic women who have inhabited me, who have empowered me, inspired me, strengthened me, and elevated me. Thank you, Rosa Parks. Thank you, Tina Turner. Thank you, Coretta Scott King, Betty Shabazz, Katherine Jackson. Thank you, Voletta Wallace. I say their names because when you show gratitude, you're able to remember that you didn't arrive in this place on your journey by yourself. That's right. Drop on the clues bombs for Angela Bassett. I still don't think she gets the respect she deserves. She got robbed of an Oscar years ago, but when you look at her, you can tell that she's getting better with time, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, now she also goes on to discuss the tough times that she had. When they tell you that you're angry or nasty, you tell them that they're mistaken. This is me. This is me being resolute and standing firmly in my truth. And when they say you're not beautiful, you tell them that you are the descendant of royalty. And you are 
a queen. I love there Angela Bassett, man. She just makes me feel a way. Man, so listen, she fine. was at Magic Johnson and Cookie Johnson's 60th birthday celebration with her husband video. having the time of her life. That's one of the coolest her lucky amazing. ass husband. God bless that man. Listen, That's- my friend Ingrid, who I was with, she was talking Angela Bassett all night. She kept dancing right next to her. I was like, okay, they're going to get a restraining order against you. That's crazy. You can, but she was excited. She got to take a picture with her and... Um, she was very nice to everybody. You can just look at Angela Bassett's husband, honey. Uh, you can look at uh, Angela Bass- Bassett's husband's face and just can tell he knows he won. Now, everybody life. wasn't happy about Black Girls Rock. Pose star Angelica Ross said that BET should not have excluded trans women. She said Black Trans Girls Rock, I'm willing to bet, and she spelled it BET, that no trans women were invited or highlighted at Black Girls Rock. Is it 18 now? 18 black trans women have been killed this year, but no mention during the segment dedicated to the lives lost. So she was... Janet ex- Mock wasn't there? Uh, I guess not. Mm. I didn't see her there. All right, so... Um, Yes, yeah, so people were upset about that. But I'm sure that's a conversation they need to have now that it's been brought to their attention. Let's make sure next year well, I can tell you that, it is uh, inclusive. Tomorrow we have um, David Johns here. Uh-huh. Uh, Malik Yobo. Malik Yobo will be here. Carmen, I can't remember Carmen's last name, and Nala. Mm-hmm. Somebody look up their last names. And David John is the head of the National Black Justice Coalition. Yes, mm-hmm. and Carmen and Nala. Uh, Nala is, is uh, on the Council for Trans... Wait a minute, I can't remember the name of the council. Why don't you figure this out before you just yeah. start saying <laughs> stuff? Because that was a good segue just now. <laughs> he didn't know okay? what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. We do have producers in the room that should be able to pass me these notes. Mm-mm-mm. All right, I'm Angela <laughs> Yee, and that is your rumor report. Jesus. Let's get out of this. Next, we <laughs> got the donkey today. Who are you the donkey <laughs> to? Oh, listen, I don't like to waste a good segue. All right. One day I have a good team that can have my back in this room. <laughs> All right, one day. <laughs> now, <laughs> there you go. They that got was your great. back. He has your back. They got your back. Uh, four after the hour, we need to play a game of uh, guess what race it is. Okay, let's, let's listen to what this uh, woman's privilege caused her to do. All right, we'll do that. And just because she has privilege, don't mean that she's a white woman. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about filters. Yes. Now, this conversation came from where, Yee? Um, 90 Day Fiance. You know, I love that show. And there's one woman on there that uses a ring light when she video chats with the guy. She's 47 and he's 26. And she's a, quote, filter fanatic. Listen to this. I worry when we see each other for the first time because I send a lot of my videos and pictures with filters to make myself look better. I'm 47. He is 26. The age difference is a huge concern of mine. All right. So we're asking 800-585-1051. How far do you go with your filters? Uh, So for myself... What I do normally is I like to brighten my pictures or if they're underexposed, I'll make it brighter. But I try not to filter myself too much. I don't want to look like a different person. I don't want people to see you and be like, damn, you don't look nothing like you look in your picture. So I really don't filter myself. Yeah, I'm not into any of these people creating these unattainable pictures of perfection. I think it's whack because a lot of times we think we lying to other people, but we really lying to ourselves. And then when you hear these stories about these kids going to these plastic surgeons and asking the plastic surgeon to make them look like they're filtered pictures, it's like, yo, you'll never, ever reach that unattainable level of perfection and you'll drive yourself crazy trying to do that. But we will take 30 pictures until we get one good one. I don't understand that either. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, 800 We're talking filters. We have Maurice on the line. Maurice, what up? Hey, what's good, y'all? What's up? Hey, good morning. Good morning. Yo, what up, Mo? How are you? You good? Yeah, your voice got a filter on it, I see. 
Uh, man, don't, don't do that. You don't talk like that for real. We're, we're talking about these these filters. What's up, bro? You be using filters, man? <laughs> um, all right, so it's like this one filter on Snapchat that's lit. Like, oh, like, my uh, goodness. Uh, <laughs> uh, man, Which one like, is it? I don't, I don't, I don't, it's, it's a filter like, that make your face look big. Not, not your face look big, but it make your teeth look like mad wide and It make your teeth look like you got veneers? Yeah, like, it, it, like it Nah, it. that's really them celebrities, bro. They really got them veneers, bro. <laughs> what? But you like that one? Yeah, that one is cool, but, like, as far as, like, selfie taking, like, I feel like, you know, like, just a regular selfie is cool without the filters, because I don't know, like, this, this, if you ever peep on Snapchat and Instagram... Let like, me look right now. The selfies, I mean, I said the selfies, bro. Just the filters is different, like... All right, bro. Keep using them filters, bro. <laughs> Trav! Yo, what's up, Envy? Trav, you be using filters? Uh, I do use filters, but I just have I just have one rule though, like for like when people it's just one girl on my timeline, right? This this make sure you don't you don't alter the hell out of your skin complexion. Like it's just one girl, like she is like a beautiful chocolate girl. Like when you see her in person, she is beautiful chocolate girl on Instagram, you would not recognize who the hell she is because she looks like some light skinned woman. <laughs> All right, well you're not gonna name her name though, right? I'm not going to name her name. I'm not hey, Trav, I'm about to create a gray sweatpants filter so whenever you wear sweatpants, any man, you can make it look like you got a nice bulge down there. Why would you create hey, that Charlemagne. for him? Yes. Hey, Charlemagne, when, when, when are you going to stop using that light skin filter that you're using on, like, in real life? <laughs> I don't have no light it's skin filter, filter, baby. This ain't nothing but good Nutella butter, G. Charlemagne is a walk-in filter. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad that you noticed. All right. All right. Bye. Hey, bye, Trav. I just had a chemical pill I'm last week. I'm playing with all my filters right now. All right, salute to Dr. Natasha Sandy, my dermatologist. 585 when we're talking filters. Do you use them? Let's oh, man, you it. know what? A girl came up to me in the supermarket the other day and was like, can we take a picture together? And I had on no makeup. My hair wasn't done. I said, okay, if we, you put a filter on it, I'll do it. And she did make it look nice. Oh, boy. All right, call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now we're talking filters. Where's this conversation coming from, Yee? Uh, this is coming from 90 Day Fiance. There's one woman on there that filters herself so much she's nervous to meet the guy she's been chatting with online. I worry when we see each other for the first time because I send a lot of my videos and pictures with filters to make myself look better. I'm 47. He is 26. The age difference is a huge concern of mine. All right. Well, we're asking 800-585-1051. Do you use filters and why? All right. Let's go to the phone line. Hello. Who's this? This is Taisha. Hey, Taisha. You use filters a lot? No, I use them, but you have to let people know that you have natural beauty. <laughs> <laughs> How you do that? <laughs> Easy. You can post with filters sometimes, and you can post without. You don't have to post them all the time. I'm using my filters right now. Hey, it's okay to use filters. You know, put a little eyelashes on, put a little makeup on on the filter. Yes, you can add hey, lipstick. A lot of the times I post without. All right, I'm going to do one without right now. Well, thank you, Mama. Hello, who's this? This is Kiana. Hey, Kiana, do you use filters to post? Absolutely not. I think it's a misrepresentation of yourself, especially if you use it 90% of the time. The only filter I would use is a black and white filter. Okay. So nah, I agree with, with you. Have you ever seen somebody that looks way different in uh, real life than you've seen them on the gram? I absolutely have, and they look dead-faced. They need to stop it and stop wearing so much makeup. You don't need 10 kilos of makeup either. <laughs> 
Mm. Okay. It's, right. it's sending the wrong impression to kids, too, man, because it makes these kids, you know, seek out these unattainable pictures of perfection. Like, you'll never look like that in real life. If you can accept the fact that you'll never look like that in real life, cool. Other than that, nah, don't do that to yourself. Hello, who's this? <laughs> yo, yo, this is Kurt. Yo! Hey! Kurt, what's up, my G? How are you, bro? How y'all doing? Y'all good? Yes, sir. Today, National Hot Dog Day. You know Kurt? I'm a vegan. I'm a vegan. Okay. They have vegan hot dogs. Uh, I'm straight on that. All right. <laughs> you you use filters, though, bro? Yeah, listen. So, uh, I, whenever I post, I don't post a lot, but whenever I post, it's unedited every single time. I'm not a... I'm an average-looking guy. But, I mean, like, even for the females, I appreciate a nice-looking woman scrolling down or whatever, just unedited. It looks, it's just something about it, because I feel like after a while, like, you just start kind of lying to yourself every time you post, and it's filtered. Exactly. You start believing like, you that to, You start believing that lie. Yeah, exactly. And you just got to, to all the people out there, male and female, like, you just have to, if you feel like you have to filter yourself that much, just make a change, you know what I'm saying? Like if you got a, <laughs> if you if you little if you a little thicker and you want to be a little thin, you know what I'm saying? Change your lifestyle so that you look like that filter, you know yourself. Yo, you bring you up a good. There, you, it's not impossible. You bring up a good point. I think that filters are a performance enhancing drug, but I do think filters encourage more plastic surgery, though, right? Because you I think so. do want to look like that. Like we've heard these stories of these kids going to these plastic surgeons saying, "I want to look like my Instagram filters." Yeah, which is crazy to me. What's the moral of the story, guys? No, I just want to encourage people to not overdo it. I think it's cool. Like, there's a lot of fun filters that you could use on Snapchat and Instagram, but don't try to morph yourself into somebody that you're not because when people see you in real life and that's not who you are, you know, it's just a little bit weird. And I think you should be like Demi Lovato, how she shared her unedited bikini photo. Just know that none of us are perfect, and we all have things that we're insecure and self-conscious about, and that's okay. By the way, who says we're not perfect? You know what I'm saying? Like, even when you say make a statement like that and you say none of us are perfect, who says? Who feels like they're perfect? But who says we not? Do you feel not? like you're perfect? I'm perfect. I feel like God made me exactly how exactly he wanted to make me. Exactly how he wanted to make Listen, me. Listen, I'm like, sure I don't feel like God made no mistakes. There's nothing wrong with sometimes having insecurities about things and but not I, feeling Yeah, insecurities perfect. are different. But even, I, even that little extra foreskin? I don't have that no more. I think no, we're I got, all a work in progress, and there's all things that we have that we could be working on. I'm a work in progress uh, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But as far as, like, how I look... That's just how you that. look. <laughs> I can't change that. That's how you look. God did what he did. All right. That's it. Well, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about T.I. and his new venture that actually has come out the gate at number one. All right. We'll talk about that when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah, 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 nah. Now, T.I. has got his new podcast, Expeditiously, and that podcast is number one after just the first episode. So congratulations to T.I. Now, listen, uh, salute to T.I. I haven't listened to it yet. I'm sure it's great, but don't all podcasts debut at number one if it's no. got a little traction? Well, I don't know. But congratulations to him. It's his first one. Yeah. His first episode. Salute now, his to, first guests are yeah. LL Cool J, Ice Cube, and, of course, his wife, Tamika Harris. So, yeah, check that out. All right, Mac Miller. His father has spoken out and is happy to have finally gotten some closure. I mean, what more can he get now? The worst thing that could have happened to him happened. His son uh, died. And so that man that actually sold Mac Miller those drugs has been arrested and charged with selling drugs to Mac Miller. Well, here is Mac Miller's father, Mark McCormick. So they finally caught the mother that sold him the drugs. And, and we find some comfort in that. And many of us were young, including me, experiment with drugs but it's a different 
the world out there. And all it takes is a little stone, a little tiny stone of fentanyl and cocaine, and you're dead. And the one thing I would say to you is don't take the risk. It's just not worth it. All right. And just so you guys know, Cameron James Petit, that's the guy who actually was arrested for his alleged connection with the death of Mac Miller. His arraignment is set for October 11th, just so you know. All right. And DJ Irie has teamed up with Rick Ross and... um, He's going to be in Miami. They're actually doing something to help raise money for those in the Bahamas who have been affected by Hurricane Dorian. I think it's so important for people to contribute and to help out our brothers and sisters in the Bahamas. So that's great news that he has something going on. He said mixing partying and charity is always a great idea. People work hard and are going through all types of things in their lives and partying can be a great outlet for people to enjoy themselves and bring a sense of balance and you can also add in the charitable component. He said you can feel good while doing what's good and what's better than that. So that's at the Club Rockwell for you guys that want more information. Okay. Now, Bobby Brown was removed from a flight, from a JetBlue flight, and cops were called, and they deboarded the whole plane. So according to people that were on the plane, sources are saying that they believe that JetBlue jumped the gun by removing Bobby Brown from that flight. They said he was not disruptive at all. He didn't interfere with the flight crew. He did admit that he drank before boarding, but they said he wasn't being difficult, and he didn't even make a fuss when he was told he couldn't have a drink. He was also headed to his cousin's funeral, by the way. So the flight did get delayed for almost an hour, and Bobby Brown did not end up making that flight. But I feel like, come on, y'all. Yo, so why drop did they kick a, him off then? Exactly. Drop on the clues bombs for Bobby Brown for consistently being Bobby Brown. All right? That's why his reality show is called but being Bobby Brown. But they said he didn't do anything. They said he wasn't disruptive. He wasn't bothering anybody. I just like the story. I like the fact of Bobby Brown being drunk, getting kicked off a JetBlue flight. All right. And David Ortiz is back. He went to Fenway for the first time since the shooting that happened to him. And he actually thanked a lot of people for his uh, for supporting him. Here's what he said. I want to thank Scott for giving me a second opportunity in my life to be able to be here with all of you. I want to thank the Red Sox, my real family. I want to thank all of you for all the prayers. All of them came home. If you guys remember, he was nearly killed in the Dominican Republic last June after a gunman fired a bullet into his lower back. They're saying that that he was not the target uh, for that gunshot. But he also thanks CeCe Sabathia specifically. Yeah, shout out to CeCe. What up, CeCe? All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, now shout out to Revolt. We'll see you later. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. And you, you got something to give away? Yes, you know I do. You know we're giving you the chance to win one of ten trips to New York City for Powerhouse. That's complete with a round-trip airfare for two people. You get two nights hotel accommodations, suite tickets, and you get to meet us, the Breakfast Club. So it all happens at the Prudential Center on October 26th. And you know Powerhouse New York City features the Migos, Meek Mill, Lil Baby, A Boogie, The Baby, David O, Meg The Stallion, Saweetie, Polo G, Little TJ, and more. Make sure you listen for the keyword. That's how you win. You text that keyword to 37911 and that's when you get entered for the chance to meet us The Breakfast Club Live at Powerhouse NYC presented by our friends at AT AT&T. All right, the mix is up next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club and shout again to everybody that came out to my car show this weekend. Uh, Shout to one of the sponsors, Travel Elite Getaways, all right? Now, what we did was we are going to give two families an all-paid vacation to somewhere. So it's like travel travel like the Casey Crew. So congratulations to Princess Johnson. She won tickets. She's taking her family to the Moon Palace in Jamaica. And congratulations to Michelle Bennett. She's also got a vacation four days, three nights, courtesy of me, DJ Envy, and Travel Elite. And thank
thank you guys for coming to the car show. All right. Now, um, when we come back, oh, you, you did something last night, right? I seen a picture with you. You did some late night. Oh yeah, thing? I was on Don Lemon last night. Um, salute to CNN. CNN always be showing love though. Um, yeah, I was on uh, Don Lemon on CNN tonight last night. Uh, we were discussing Dave Chappelle's new stand-up special. We were discussing uh, Chrissy Teigen's um, comment to Donald Trump and Donald Trump wanting more credit for the for the first step back. Hmm. And by the way, Donald Trump should get credit for the first step back. Like he passed the first step back. Like I don't understand why people are so so upset and hell bent on acting like he didn't. Mm. Like, yeah, that that the first step back is responsible for like I think seven thousand people getting out of prison this year alone. So do you like him now? Man, shut up. See, uh, that's the problem. Like we asking. we live in this era where there's no no nuance. You know what I mean? But there is nuance. And just because somebody does something good doesn't mean that they're actually good for you. And Donald Trump is not good for the country, but we're not gonna sit here and act like you know, the First Step Act wasn't good. Like I said, 7,000 people out of prison this year alone, and majority of them are black. Mm. Like, to give him credit is a, is a fair and honest thing to do. But you still not voting for him. Hey, yeah. I'm just making sure. Now, just why making are you sure. asking silly questions? Just making sure. All right, when we come back, positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey. Ooh, no, we ain't perfect, but we down close. Ooh, you give me something I can pay for. That's what it's like, loving Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to 50 Cent for joining us this morning. 50! Mm-hmm. You want any money? Nope. Me and Fifth good. He got me hyped for the new um, uh, Power, I guess, spinoff show that yeah. he has happening. Yeah, I look forward I to that, I was sad too. that this was the last season of Power, but I'm excited for the new season. But I thought it was a prequel, though. I thought it was a prequel that was going to show... I think they have um, a couple of spinoffs. Yeah, I mean, you can already tell how they setting up Tyreek. Tyreek got his own little crew. He got his white boy that's like Tommy. He got his Tasha that I'm sure he'll end up in a romantic relationship with. You know, he he's starting that in college. But I'm going to be honest with you, I want to see Ghost and Tyreek die this season. My goodness. All right, well, we got a positive note? Yes, man, the positive note actually comes from 50 Cent. Uh, 50 Cent once said that every negative is a positive. The bad things that happen to me, I somehow make them good. That means you can't do anything to hurt me. Breakfast club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done?